Hello and welcome to the Aquilting Life podcast. I'm Sherry McConnell from Aquilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And today's episode is airing on Monday, October 10th. We have a great episode in store for you. First, I just want to mention that today's episode is sponsored by Cozy Earth once again. And we are loving our Cozy Earth sheets. We just want to tell you a few things about them. It's softer than cotton, and it's made from soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics. And there is a terrific warranty. You have a 100-night sleep test on the sheets where you can send them back. No questions asked if you don't like them, and you can get a full refund. And you're still enjoying yours, right? I'm absolutely loving mine. And they just came out with a new color. It's like a sage green. And so I want that one so bad. So I I think I'm going to use the code and get another set. I'm actually thinking of using the code on some pajamas. The pajamas are so cute. The little button up pajamas. Yes, they have a lot of different options, but I really want to try those too. Yeah. Also, they have been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things four years (laughs) in a row. So mom used to watch... So if you don't take their word for it, you can take Oprah's word for it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, and I just want to remind you that we do still have the discount code for Cozy Earth. The code is a quilting life, and it's 35% off site-wide. Okay, well, Chelsea has today's quilts, so we'll just jump right into those quilts. Okay, so on the wall, we have Little Town, and this quilt is Fat Eighth Friendly. It has these cute cottages and trees with stars on the top, and I actually made this one originally with Folktale by Lella Boutique, one of my favorite collections of all time. So it turned out pretty cute, not hard to piece, and... I just love it. I like having a house that's like multi-level. Yeah. It's really, really cute. And then the little scalloped edges on the cottages. So that one's a lot of fun. And just want to note, it's not bound, but mom. (laughs) I told her to leave it here and I will bind it. (laughs) She's literally not going to let me take it home. It's driving her crazy. (laughs) But we love Little Town. And then on the table, we have Hearts at Home. And I'm always reminded of this one because I did a sew along with it like a couple years ago, and I really kind of want to do one again. It was so much fun, but the it is jelly roll friendly, and this one is really special to me on the table because I actually made it using multiple collections, so it's kind of got a rainbow effect with it. One of my favorite quilt designs ever from my pattern. I think I'm going to have to make this with our new sample yardage that just arrived. Mom, (laughs) you guys, (laughs) mom is like spilling the deets. Nope. Nope. I'm not. (laughs) She's not spilling the deets. We may or may not have something special and fun coming soon, but it would look, wouldn't that look so cute? It would be adorable. Everything would look fun with this back. I know. Oh my goodness. Guys, I'm going to move on. So mom doesn't spill the beans okay but yes those are the two quilts and so hearts at home on the table is jelly roll friendly little town on the wall is fat eighth friendly and what's great about little town really quickly it's a fall transition quilt so it'd be great in christmas fabric so there's that for you yeah okay so love both of these quilts and we are going to move into a a few extra things that we want to share before we 
start our our little discussion today. Uh, first, uh, received a couple great books from Fat Quarter Shop. This one is their Simply Half Yards book. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you love a collection that much, you might buy half yard cuts. And so these are patterns that are all designed to use with half yards. And uh, sp- great uh, double spiral binding. Just just love all of their books that they do. And their photography is beautiful as well. And then also from Fat Quarter Shop in conjunction with Lori Holt is the Scrappiness is Happiness book. And this one has 30, 32 wow. scrappy quilts. So uh, some of them are really simple. Some of them are, they're all scrap friendly. And I've really enjoyed looking through both of these books for inspiration. That's a lot in one book. Yeah. That's cool. That's a lot of patterns. Uh, and it also has a spiral binding. It's hidden by the cover. So oh, you can kind of see. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a nifty way. But yeah, I love spiral bindings so that you can put it flat on your table. Yeah. Or Especially when you have a, a book stand. that big. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this one too, there's a lot of stuff in here about Lori's, how she stores her scraps and all those kinds of things. This is kind of perfect for what we're going to talk about in our first topic then. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I also wanted to share, we also have a wild grain discount code for you. You might have remembered we shared wild grain probably last fall, I think it was. Yeah, I feel like I think it was yeah, around this time yeah. last it year. It is the perfect time of year for more bread, people. Yes. <laughs> we need more bread. <laughs> yeah. And so we do have a, a link and a quilting life is also the discount code for ten dollars off your first box and free crescent rolls in every box for life. So yeah, and we just got a box last week and it has Yummy oh, really? breads, pastas. Did you already eat the cinnamon rolls? Um, it didn't come with cinnamon. It had little apple tarts. <gasps> tarts? Yes. I might have to send some stuff home with you. Please, Mom. Okay. Please. <laughs> so. One and, scoop of ice cream on that and it's like set. Oh, yeah. Did you happen to take a picture of that box or I no? did take a picture oh, of that okay. box. Well, Mom, maybe we can, we're so proud we can, of you. We can show, pop that up. We'll show everyone what's in yes. there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And then also because it is October, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we wanted to share a beautiful quilt made by our friend Karen Soltis, who works at Martingale Publishing. And her niece, Abby, is currently going through treatment for breast cancer and is doing very well. But she did ask Karen to make her a quilt for her her chemo days. And so Billy's going to pop up that picture. And the pattern is by PETA from She Quilts A Lot from her Piece of Cake book, but the fabrics are Seashore Drive. Oh. And so it was really fun to see this beautiful quilt that Karen sent us the picture. So, and um, best wishes to Abby with your treatment. Absolutely. Okay. So I think that's everything we had to get out of. Oh, no, no, no. We have a big one. Yeah, big announcement. We have a big one. (laughs) (laughs) We have the Emma Fabrics are shipping. You guys. (laughs) I I don't use the... (laughs) Okay. I don't use the air horn anymore. Yeah. Uh, we are so excited. Chelsea and I actually both got ship notices this morning that what we ordered is on the way. Yes. Mom told me to check my email and there it was, the so, ship notification. So we are really, really excited because this is a long time coming. Yeah. And so people and have been, so, you all have been so patient. 
Yes. So excited. We both have, we did a little project package together, like we've done for the last several collections, and we'll have links to both of our shops. It's the exact same thing, so just buy from one or the other. Yeah. Uh, But it's um, a curated bundle of fat quarters that we've chosen, and a pattern from Chelsea and a pattern from me and a fun notion yeah so we have those we always have a lot of fun putting these packages together because it's something again that we collaborate on so that's always really really fun for us yes and with that uh, we are happy to announce that the home for the holidays sampler so along is going to begin this Wednesday. Yes. So ah. yes. So I know it's just two days away, but fabrics are out there. Let's get going. Yeah. We want to get started as soon as we can now that fabrics have shipped. Yes. And those videos are going to be awesome. Yes. We have... There are 13 blocks. You only need 12 for your quilt. And then there is a finishing as well. So what we are going to do is just every Wednesday for the first month or two. But then at the end, we're going to get everything to you so you can have it finished up by the end of the year if you'd like. So we will kind of double up on those video. We'll give you more information on that later. But we're just going to go ahead and jump in and get started on Wednesday. Yeah. So... Yeah, super excited about that. We're really excited. Yeah. I feel like we've been waiting to do that forever, so. Yeah, you have been talking about it for a while. I know. I mean, when when did the book first come out? Well, it was supposed to come out in June, but didn't we get it a little bit early? Yeah, we got it in May, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we'll start with just, or you you guys will start with just one block, and then towards the end is when we might do a couple blocks a week. Right, into that. So, yes. So, Okay. All Sounds right. good. And then I was going to make a little announcement that has nothing to do with quilting. Okay. But, uh, so if we're recording this the week prior to this being released, and we're also going to do another episode. So there's a third episode in October, and it comes out on Halloween. And if the, if the, it's nothing is set in stone yet, but if Chelsea and my relationship feels different on that episode there could be a reason why i know where this is going so we're (laughs) fans of you know pretty hard diehard fans of different baseball teams and my team has finally made the playoffs (laughs) after a 21 year drought i'm a seattle mariners fan and it's not set in stone we we first would have to win the wild card series but if that happens i would be playing chelsea and her husband's team in the next round and then it could potentially get ugly between our, you know, it, between us over the next week or so after that. So I am imagining some tension <laughs> if our teams play each other because we're both pretty passionate about it. Okay, when would this start? Because we need to do all the podcast taping before <laughs> you even play each other in one game. So this episode comes out on Monday the 10th. Right. If my team can make it through, now they might lose. I'm not saying you know, we could lose and then we would never play the Astros. But if we did win, <laughs> but if you guys, we would play the Houston Astros uh, starting Tuesday, the very next day. Oh, the after this comes out. Some, yeah. Wow. Some baseball fans might not be happy with yeah, my, with my team. Of, so I imagine most people who are baseball fans are going to be on Billy's side on this. Uh, I'm that, and that's why I brought this up. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of just but exposed you because the husband, Astros aren't the favorite. My, no, they're nobody's favorite. My husband has been a Houston Astros fan since he was eight years old. And so 
uh, yeah, that is the deciding factor of me being a Houston Astros fan. And Billy's roots with Seattle sports franchises goes back to his childhood as well. Yes. So there's some deep history between both of us. (laughs) Yeah, I still, yeah. Billy's a was a Sonics fan too, so I still remember him writing a business letter as a child <laughs> to the <gasps> Seattle SuperSonics franchise, upset when they left there. Maybe I don't well, know. Maybe was, you were middle was, school or high school. It, you the first wrote one I wrote was um, because they were they traded away our my favorite player. Oh, that's and right. And then later on, I was older when they when they actually left. But, okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I've always been. A couple letters you sent. To the- <laughs> I can't believe he <laughs> yeah. did that. Yeah, he yeah. did. He's they, like, they, Mom, they sent you one know? back. I think I was like, yeah, I was in, I think I was middle school. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, they sent you one back. Yeah, yeah I be- still have it. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah, because I typed it for him and he signed it and sent it off. Mm-hmm. And- oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's in <Yeah>. a scrapbook. <laughs> so. Yeah. so anyway, I just wanted to throw that okay. out there. It, it we'll just be ready. <laughs> So okay, but now it. I can now we can get back to the quilting topic, and uh, and introduce the first one for today. So it's actually about I know the books you have there or one of them was was about scrappy quilts, mm-hmm. and I can also say from looking at our different YouTube videos and I'm guessing I I would imagine your different blog posts that scrappy quilts are always a very popular thing that people are looking for is that fair to say i i think so people want to use their leftovers and Mm -hmm. they want to use them in a in a quilt that they love yes so um but there are people that um my mom got a email about this and it and it is basically saying that some some people aren't really into scrappy quilts and they have they want to know what to do with different fabric collections or leftovers if you don't actually want to make a scrappy quilt. Is that basically the gist of what she, what she was asking? Yeah, so I thought it was a, it was really interesting. When she emailed, she said that she actually tried to make a scrappy quilt, and I believe it was my log cabin block pattern that we shared this summer. And she said when she finished it, she said she realized that she didn't love it, and she just really loves buying a coordinated bundle group of fabric and and honestly that is why all of the major fabric companies sell pre-cuts yes because the deciding factor that was huge for companies to start doing right so and so she said i just realized that i i like doing that better and you know what that's okay yeah so that's why they're there to make it easier for you. I think there are a few things you can do that sometimes will add a lot to that. You know, you can start with a bundle or layer cake or whatever the pre-cut is, and you can sometimes add in some other things from that same designer that yeah. will, you know, a lot of fig tree collections go together. They go together perfectly. She does a yeah. wonderful job at that. Right. A lot of Bonnie and Camille yep. from back in the day. Vanessa of Lilla Boutique often comes back with a sister collection yes. later. So there are a lot of options to use those scraps with things that really do still coordinate very, very well. Yeah. So I think I'd like to comment on that too. I think it needs to be known it is totally fine if you do not like making a scrappy quilt. I think that's 
great. Yeah. Some people like having the entire thing coordinated and some people don't. But I want to add a middleman really <laughs> quickly. There is totally unending scrappiness, a look that is really cool. But there is also coordinated scrappiness, I would say. So like, let's take Minnick and Simpson, for example. They do a lot of really cool red, white, and blue collections. You could do a scrappy quilt with multiple of their red, white, and blue collections. Right. And it would still be considered scrappy right. because you're mixing different collections. And I think that's an avenue this person could take right. by mixing things that look coordinated but you could claim it as scrappy because the collections go together. Right. It doesn't have to be a uniform one collection. Yeah. And I do that a lot. So. Yeah. Well, and I think even when I sew scrappy quilts, there, or back that up, when I sew quilts with one collection, there's still some thought process that I put into it to make it look scrappy. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've sewed some blocks yesterday for a new quilt and it's kind of a thing where I was adding a piece and chain piecing and then adding. And I was, I was looking at all of my options from that collection Yeah. and I was being pretty specific about which piece I put next, you know, so. You wanted to kind of lay it out how you thought it would look best. It wasn't just random. And so I think sometimes that's something that happens when people approach a scrap quilt is they think that that means that it's random and it doesn't have to be random. Yeah, it doesn't have to be random. Right. I have one that is random. It's on my bed right now. It's the log cabin that I made using your blog post about log cabins. Right. But I also have, I did a Stars and Stripes by Camille Ross Kelly and I mixed Bonnie and Camille reds, I mixed fig tree reds, I mixed our reds and navies, and it is one of the prettiest quilts, and it does look a little bit more uniform, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, there's so many different options that you could do, but you can stay coordinated. Yeah. I know Joanna Figueroa used to always say, I heard her say it um, in a speech and also in writing that start with a collection and add 20% of something else. Oh, I love that percentage. Yeah. So 20% isn't a whole lot. And so it can give you a different feel and a different look, but without going all the way out scrappy where you're still sticking basically with one collection. Yeah. So I love the percentage rule. We're talking a lot about that in my home right now because my oldest daughter really likes percentages. Oh, and good. so we're like behavior. We're talking about, okay, well, give us this percentage. And, yeah, sorry. That's a little bit off topic, but percentages are important in our family right now. But is a scrappy then, if you're to like really define it, does it does it have to do with using multiple collections? I would say, yeah. Wouldn't you? A scrap yes. quilt is one that uses co- fabrics multiple. from multiple collections yes. or sources. Yeah. You can't make it scrappy with one uniform bundle. That's not... Okay, but then my question is that quilt back there, isn't that all from the same... Isn't that from Simply Delightful? And I believe when I did the video, I said new scrappy quilt. I want to answer this really quick before mom does. Really, really quickly. Simply Delightful is an interesting collection because we have 
multiple colors. Not all of our collections have such a wide range. Right. We might have green, blue, and pink, but there's a couple greens, a couple blues, a couple pinks. This collection had a wide range of colors, so it gives the effect of Scrappy, right. which is why. People may look at that quilt and think she pulled from multiple collections because she did a great job at making it look scrappy. Oh, thanks. That is the <laughs> exception to the rule on a uniform collection. Sorry. I wanted to take that one over because I love that quilt. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people approach me about doing a sew along for that quilt, which I think is something I'd really like to do Whoa, in 2023 cool. and, and do a scrappy version but yes this quilt looks scrappy even though it's from one collection so i feel like exception to the rule this in contrast little town here it's very clear that this is one one collection collection. yeah i mean i would i would just assume that that one is yeah yeah, all from the same yeah but i i and i guess it so it's okay so it's just based on collection it's not based on random colors from the same collection i guess then yeah okay yeah okay I would and i say did that. i did write that pattern to make it really accessible f- for a scrap quilt mm-hmm. and i mentioned that i think in the pattern as well that this this pattern is written so that you can mm-hmm. use your scraps too so yeah yeah all right mom your shirt is so trendy today by the way oh thank you i just want to i just want to note that it's from made billy don't cut that (laughs) i I love made well i'm gonna go buy the same one wow i'm very impressed you shop from made well well there's another advertisement that we didn't know was gonna pop in (laughs) not sponsored you guys billy's gonna yeah take that one out yeah But well, there's an, we should also say, I don't know if I'll be able to edit it all out, but is I'm guessing neighborhood has tree trimming going on yes. today. Yeah, yeah, if you're hearing some noise <laughs> that Billy can't edit out with, the neighbors across the street are getting their trees trimmed. There's a house being built at the end of the street, and yeah. there's a crane with, I, I think they're putting the roof trusses final pieces the sounds are terrible and then a bike drove by halfway through this podcast i don't know if you guys heard it poor billy and his editing is gonna be well we have a pretty good setup here but it's not soundproof from the outside so we'll do i'll do the best i can lots of so many people out here you guys wouldn't believe have palm trees and I don't know if it's to give the effect that we live in an oasis desert, but we don't. Oh, we live in a desert yeah. desert. <laughs> we live in a desert desert, but people insist on planting palm trees. And if you don't know this, palm trees actually have to be kept up really, really well. So people are always getting their palm trees trimmed and there's tons around my parents house so and did you also know that palm trees scorpions love palm trees stop it yes and i was at an activity (gasps) last night and everybody was talking about the scorpions they're finding in their house right now and it just really kind of gave me the eebie-jeebies because my floor downstairs i feel like a scorpion could you would never see it yeah i need to wear shoes downstairs oh guys always wear your shoes please (laughs) my centipedes are really bad in my neighborhood right now so i think my friend has a nest in her backyard and she doesn't know it they found one in their water cup Oh no! Yeah. So Mason went over. That my husband went over and sprayed at their house because they're in Mexico for a week. So we, okay. Well, we are totally. We are. Top. We are done talking about palm trees and bugs, you guys. Okay. We are going to go on to the next topic. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So the next okay. one 
is, I mean, you, you, we were just talking about scrappy quilts, but this question or this topic that you guys can talk about is choosing and using fabrics for a mystery quilt along, Ooh. like a block of the month. Because again, I'm, I'm assuming as a non-quilter that if you're going to jump in and do like, like a block of the month, like, like that you do, mom, you obviously don't know what the whole quilt is going to look like. You're only going to get one block at a time. You can maybe select the same type of fabric, but is there, is there some decisions that need to be made once you see all the blocks, but you don't, you don't have that, you don't have that luxury, I guess, in a mystery quilt along. You have to make some decisions prior to. So what are some tips you guys can give to help people that, that do these type of sew alongs? Yeah. So first of all, there, there are a wide range of sew alongs going on right now. Moda Blockheads 4 just finished up. Socialites is starting. Socialites 2 is starting. Yeah. We have our sampler sew along. I feel like sometimes people will give you more information. For example, Moda Blockheads, they did show yardages that you would need. They did. But yeah. the blocks were all a complete mystery. Now, this Socialites 2... You can see the blocks and you can see the setting now. So you do have and a little... I like that. I kind of lot. do like that. Yeah, you have a little bit more information with that. Our sew along, yes, we showed two different options. Yeah. And showed you all the blocks and the quilts. But you, st you still have decisions to make for that as well. You do. I think my first rule of thumb is if it's a complete mystery, I wait to decide on sashing border, buying all of that ah, until yes. the quilt's done. Wouldn't you That is agree? the exception to my cut it all out rule too, <laughs> because I wouldn't want to make the sashing or border decision on a mystery quilt right. ever. Yeah. And normally, like I've said before, I cut out all pieces of a quilt because I do not want to go back to it later. Right. Yeah. So I think that is really important. You can choose your background fabric and your fabrics but just wait to decide on yeah. border binding, sashing. See, I'm going to side with the Socialites 2 vibe on this because I love that they showed, it kind of is a color guide for you because they have everything colored. And I kind of like that because then I know where I'm going with it. If not, I feel like I would be the type of person on a mystery quilt to just choose a singular collection. I don't think I would mix anything unless it was like red, whites and blues or greens and reds, like yeah. to give that different vibe. Well, and with that fat quarter shot mystery Christmas time sew along that is just actually, it's just finishing up this Yours week. Yours is so cute. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> I used a completely different collection than they used and... I chose a directional print for my background fabric, which caused me a lot of extra work. Oh, I cannot even imagine. But because I want, I the my background fabric has these little Christmas trees in it, so they had to be going the, all the same way. But I don't know why you did that to yourself. I've heard a few people talking about working on that mystery quilt, and some people are saying now, "Oh, I kind of wish I'd chosen a different fabric." Yeah. So, yeah, it, you really do have to, those mysteries can get you. They can be yeah. a little bit those, problematic. <laughs> those so, mysteries can get you. That's my but, favorite quote today. But, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, I'm going to write this down. Halloween is coming, you guys. So, yeah, so the, I guess that's my f best tip, though, is just to wait on the, any decision that you can wait until the end when it's a mystery. 
choose your palette, choose a bundle, choose, you know, gather fat quarters from your stash, do a fabric pull, but then be willing to realize that you might yeah. have, you know, or even come up with a few different options and for your border sashing and then wait and decide once you get going. Those can be really tough though too. So I love your suggestions because you really want to love something that you're spending a lot of time working on. Yes. And it always stinks when you're in the middle of a project and you realize you don't necessarily love where it's going. And I have totally had those times where I've ended up putting it in the whip box. Yes. So <laughs> we don't want that, guys. We want us to follow through. Yeah. I feel like with my 2022 mystery block of the month too, every single block is surrounded by a churn dash border. And I told everyone that right at the beginning. So, hey, if you can do these churn dashes scrappy, but you can also make them all from one fabric or my quilt has three different gray prints. So, So, you know, sometimes you get a little bit of information like that, that I feel like that made it easier for everyone to they knew that there was that given in every block so yeah. that they could work around that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so we, I thought it'd be really fun too, since we talked about both of these different topics, just, you know, leave a comment. What do you like? Do you like scrappy better or do you like sewing with just one collection better? I wonder what the percentages of that <laughs> will turn out to be. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of statistics and percentages in the comments from well, this one, I think. Here's an idea then. If Ashton's really into doing percentages, we'll give her a week and then have her go through go the comments. And, yeah, that'll and make give my us life the easier. Answer. Oh, my goodness, you yes. guys. She this can is just amazing. make a tally chart and then she can add it all up and give us the percentage. And give us the percentage. You guys, Billy, great idea. Yeah, be, well, because I'm writing it down. I wouldn't have thought that because at first when you said that, I was like, okay, I guess I'll go through and and start telying that up. But then let's when have you Ashton mentioned do her, it. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Let's let her do okay. it. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Billy's like, yes. So. <laughs> I I was going to ask one question though because your upcoming quilt along is not a mystery quilt along, right? Because they can see right the quilt prior to and. Any tips for the, those type of quilt-alongs other than, I mean, I guess they could either make it exactly how you make it, right? Or they can just go their own direction. Is there is there anything really that you could say for the for those type of quilt-alongs? Are they more straightforward? That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think it is a little bit more straightforward, yeah. especially with this one, because we have two different samples for you to look at. Yeah. And we provided two different looks that right, they could go for. Right. Just using the entire range or picking those reds and greens and grays yeah. for a more Christmas-inspired. I'm excited to see yeah. the quilts, though, that come out that aren't anything like either yes. one of ours. That was always the most yeah. fun for me. It's really, really fun to see. I That's what I thought, too. I thought, hmm, I wonder how many will go with mom's version or go with my version or say... I'm going to kibosh this and do something totally different, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. So it was, and on the same line, I mentioned this, I think in the last podcast I was up teaching at Garden of Quilts, but the one class, everyone in the class was sewing with our Emma collection. And so all of the quilts were going to be, you know, I cut up the last, every bit of my stash to to give those ladies so because the collection hadn't shipped yet and I thought it would have shipped before but 
The second class, when I taught my alfresco quilt, it was really fun to see the fabric choices. And there were 31 women in that class. And yeah. it was so fun to walk around and see, oh, this person's making a Christmas version. And here's a Bonnie and Camille. And here's a fig tree. And here's Scrappy from all of our collections. And I love that. Just There were modern versions. And there were traditional you know, like more like Kansas Troubles. And it was so much fun that I just love that aspect. And with the sew-alongs, you get to see that because everyone shares. Yeah. So. I love that quilt name, Alfresco. I, I love eating outside. <laughs> so. Okay. So I think that's kind of it for today unless you have more thoughts on scrappy versus not scrappy or tips or no i loved these two topics and i loved that we were able to dive into them and kind of dissect them and see kind of what we got out of it so yeah yeah okay so our next episode is october 24th okay thank you (laughs) and then we and then we do have three in october yes the last one comes out on halloween um, but that'll, dun, just, dun, that'll, dun. <laughs> that'll be a listener question episode. Yeah, I got some listener questions on Instagram the other day that I think that were great, were really good. So, yeah. but I feel like you can still leave questions. This, yeah, yeah, in the now, comments for sure. Please. Yeah, because we are not going to tape that episode for a couple weeks. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there will be time if and and again, yeah. If you put you know listener question in the comment, that helps me sort of find it, and oh, I can copy and idea. paste it. Yeah. Really good so, idea. Between the percentages of scrappy versus non-scrappy and any listener <laughs> and questions, there should questions. be quite a few comments to scroll through, but yeah. I'm glad we got Chelsea's daughter to help me with the other one. Yeah, that would so. be great. Yeah, if you just started at listener question, <laughs> yeah. then we could move that to the to the podcast list. But yes, thank you to everyone who sent those questions in on Instagram. Those are, It was so appreciated. great to have a question bank to go off of. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that's it for today, and thanks so much for stopping by. Yeah.